Coming up, Farm Credit Canada sees livestock as the hottest sector in the farm economy in the coming 12 months, and the Premier makes some changes in Cabinet. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division, choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. Premier Brad Wall has made some changes to his cabinet. Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart remains Minister of Agriculture and Minister Responsible for Crop Insurance. Greg Ottenbright remains Minister of Rural and Remote Health. David Merritt remains Minister of Highways while adding responsibility for Sask Builds and Priority Saskatchewan. Warren Kading becomes Legislative Secretary to the Minister Responsible for SaskTel for cellular and internet coverage, in addition to his current duties as Legislative Secretary to the Minister of Agriculture on Irrigation Expansion. Stephen Bonk enters Cabinet as Minister of the Economy, and Larry Doak becomes the Minister of Government Relations and responsible for First Nations, Métis and Northern Affairs. Dustin Duncan becomes Minister of Environment and responsible for SAS Power, SAS Water, the Water Security Agency, and the Global Transportation Hub. Other changes include Deputy Premier and Labour Minister Don Morgan adding justice, while Donna Harpower becomes Minister of Finance. Kevin Doherty becomes Minister of Advanced Education. Farm Credit Canada says livestock will be the hottest sector in Canadian agriculture over the next 12 months. FCC Chief Agricultural Economist J.P. Gervais says it's based on projected cash receipts. Gervais says it seems like almost everything with four legs or feathers is in high demand in Canada and has significant growth potential in export markets around the world. If you look at livestock, I think the forecasts call for anything between 5% to 11%, 12% growth in farm cash receipts over the next 18 months. That's mostly driven by production. If you think of cattle, I think would be the, the one exception where we uh, forecast growth in the neighborhood of 5 6%, and that's mostly driven off higher prices than what we recorded in 2016, looking at 2017 and beyond. There's still a very strong demand for proteins globally. I mean, I think in Canada, we're well positioned to supply part of that demand. If you look at China, it's still a, a very strong source of growth, both for pork and beef. Um, and so we, we're, we're benefiting from, from that trend and pricing that producers, you know, if you look at futures markets and, and some of the projections we make for, for local prices of, of livestock producers in Canada, especially in Western Canada, we think that this is going to be higher than what we've, uh, we've seen in 2016 and, and in the recent past. While livestock stands out as having the greatest potential for increased cash receipts, Gervais says other areas of Canada's agricultural sector are also doing well. Cash receipts for wheat, canola and lentils in western Canada are projected to decline over the next 12 months due to record dry weather. But he says it's only a drop of 1 to 2 percent down from a record year last year. We're actually projecting that you know, crop receipts are going to drop about 2 percent. Now part of that is because of the dry conditions that are currently uh, that you can observe or that you've observed over the summer in parts of the prairies, especially if you look at the southern part of Saskatchewan. There are some operations that are going to feel uh, that this has not been a really good year and that may be a bit of an understatement for, for those operations. But operations are not located too far away from from those operations that have been struggling a little bit over the summer when it comes to moisture are going to do okay based on a number of different things, among which you know, perhaps the, the beginning, uh, that level of, of moisture at the beginning of the season is probably going to save some operations. So overall, it's not going to be uh, a, a disaster at all. I mean, we're projecting crop receipts or receipts for grains and oil seeds to be down 
um, one or two percent, uh, and that's off a record year in 2016. I, you know, I do believe that's actually quite positive in terms of trends, given that we've had some some production issues in in a significant part of the province in Saskatchewan and 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 also elsewhere. So to me, that's actually quite positive. But looking at the overall anticipated production and, and given what we expect yields to be in quality our average quality to be and looking at pricing in futures markets we do believe that you know we're just basically going to miss the record year of 2016 by one or two percent. Gervais doesn't expect any disruption to trade from the NAFTA renegotiations. He also says Canada's Farm equipment sales will see an overall improvement over the next 12 months compared to the previous two years. J.P. Gervais is Farm Credit Canada's chief agricultural economist. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Marcuson New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit marcuson.com. Harvest is almost half done in the southwest part of Saskatchewan. The regional crop specialist in Swift Current, Cale Wilson, says most yields are better than expected following a very dry year. Well, the yields have sort of been all over the board, which is to be expected with the rainfall patterns. Mostly for the pulses, it's been average to below average. Um, with the cereals, the little bit that's come off, most people have been pleasantly surprised, and I think you're going to probably end up with a close to an average crop, maybe just a little below average. Given the very dry year we had, is that surprising? Yeah, the yields on the cereals is very surprising. Most of it's probably due to the stored moisture that was there, and they were just able to tap into that a little bit better. But yeah, it's very surprising to be close to average when most places didn't receive, you know, half of the average rainfall. Is the crop higher grade? Most of the crop that's come off has been a good grade and heavy, so 70 pounds for wheat or durum. Um, just high bushel weights. I haven't heard really anything on the canola yet. I haven't seen much that's even been taken off the field yet. What were some of the key foes that farmers faced this year because it was a much drier year? Well, I think just the, the biggest thing was that early weed removal, just for moisture conservation and then seeding date was the biggest one. Um, disease really wasn't a big issue, and out here there really hasn't been much for bugs either, so that's a great thing. When do you expect harvest to wrap up? You said it's approaching, I imagine, some areas 50%. Well, it's probably going to be a few weeks yet. Right now the guys have taken off the pulses early, and then some people have just been sitting there idle in the field right now waiting for the cereals and the oil seeds, the canola, to come in. So it's probably going to still be harvesting into the beginning of September, but the forecast looks great for that. How are ranchers doing with their pastures? Not good. Water quality in the pastures. Um, they've been doing a lot of tests and some's been okay, some's been not good. And the grass is, well, there's really nothing green left. So basically they're working on carryover from the previous years. I imagine a lot of the ranchers are hoping for rain. Yeah, I, <laughs> the ranchers are hoping for rain. And really it's going to take a nice couple inch rain to get things growing again if things will start growing again half an inch really isn't going to do it at this point in time. Cale Wilson is the regional crop specialist in Swift Current. SAS Canola says there's another case of club root in the province. Research manager with SAS Canola Aaron Willenborg confirmed the case of club root north of North Battleford. So in 2011, there were two fields identified with club root in Saskatchewan that have been managed. And via our provincial survey in 2008 and 2012, we were able to detect the club root pathogen, but didn't see any visible symptoms. So 
Uh, this time in northwestern Saskatchewan, we, uh, we did find a field that was fairly heavily infected with clubroot. Willenborg says this is a reminder to producers to start scouting for this dangerous disease. We're not surprised to have found another field in Saskatchewan, especially along the Alberta border. But I think this is a really good uh, wake-up call, if you will, for producers to get out and start looking for clubroot in their fields. So if they can find it at a low level in their field, so finding a few plants at the field entrance, you can start to use integrated management practices to help avoid clubroot spreading in your fields and on your farm. So right now at harvest time, I just really encourage growers to get out there and get scouting. While clubroot was spotted in northwest Saskatchewan, Willenborg's farm equipment and other recreational vehicles move around the province, and clubroot could be transferred from one field to the other. She has some advice for those looking for clubroot. The number one tip is to get out of your swather or combine at your field entrance and dig up a few plants and just start looking for galls. So don't only look at the areas that are prematurely ripened, but look at plants that may look healthy above ground, but may be starting to show symptoms of clubroot below ground. So specifically what you're looking for is small galls that would infect the root tissue. And if you're not sure what that might look like, you can take a look at clubroot.ca to see some pictures of what, of what you're looking for. Willenborg says scouting could help preserve your field for this harvest and for next year. She suggests extended rotations using resistant varieties when seeding canola and continued scouting for clubroot. Aaron Willenborg is a research manager with SAS Canola. Market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were showing upward movement in early trading. Canola gained 210 at 473.34. Oats rose 479 at 159.85. The rest were unchanged. Durham 293.77. Feed barley 144.29. Flax 446.25. Yellow peas, 283.54. Feed wheat, 136.48. And number one red spring wheat, 239.02. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, September wheat is up a half cent at 6.38 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-5358 or Weyburn, 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, August the 30th. 700 total head here for today's sale. Cows and bulls selling 3 to 4 lower. D1, D2 cows, 80 to 90, sales to 91, 92. D3 cows, 70 to 80. Cows are averaging 84 and a quarter. Good bulls, 108 to 116, sales to 119. The bulls are averaging 113. On to the feeder market. Here's last Wednesday's sale results. Some calves right off the cow, a pen of good black steers, calves, 410 pounds at 240. Five to sixes, 210 to 224. Six to 700 pound steers, 210 to 222. And on to the yearling steer market from the Lemberg area, 710 pound yearling steers, 217. 810 pound steers, 203. And from the Kelleher area, 915 pound steers at 182. On to the heifer side, 
a pen of 425-pound heifers at 190, five to sixes, 172 to 182, and on to the yearling heifers, seven to 800-pound heifers, 170 to 185, eight to nines, 160 to 173, and 950-pound heifers, 150, 150. That was last Wednesday sale results. Our first pre-sort sale will be Wednesday, September 13th. Enjoy the long weekend, everyone. And for all of you that are harvesting, stay safe out there. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,500 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 150 to 169 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,500 heads, selling in a range of 148 to 168 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was down 21 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2515. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.37 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets continued their recent decline in yesterday's trade, dropping over $1 U.S. 100 weight. The driving factor that is still applying pressure and taking packer bids lower is a pork carcass cutout, which was down more than $1 U.S. 100 weight due to weaker pork bellies. The pork belly primal cut lost more than 40% of its value over the month of August, representing the worst collapse of any pork primal cut in more than five years. The influence of belly primal alone on the pork carcass cutout has resulted in the benchmark price falling by $14 U.S. 100 weight. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eaves Trough, specializing in 6-inch Eaves Troughs for farm buildings and shops, online at prairieevestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly sunny, wind southeast 40 gusting to 60, the high 29, the low 15. Tomorrow, sunny in the morning and early in the afternoon, then a mix of sun and cloud with 30% chance of showers late in the afternoon, risk of thunderstorms late in the afternoon, wind southeast 30 becoming southwest 30 near noon, the high tomorrow 31 degrees, the low 12. Friday, sunny, the high 27, the low 11. Saturday, sunny, the high 29, the low 11. Sunday, sunny, the high 26, the low 7. Monday, sunny, the high 21, the low plus 5. Tuesday, sunny, the high near 23. The normal high is 21. The normal low is 7 degrees. The sun rose at 6.10 this morning. It sets at 7.48 p.m. Around the province, we have Estevan and Saskatoon both at 24. Swift Current is 28. Weyburn, 24. Yorkton is 22. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 24. That's 75 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast, 39, gusting to 52. Humidity, 29%. The barometer dropping, 102.0. Sunny and Moose Jaw, 24. Winds are from the southeast at 35, gusting to 50. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 24. That's 75 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.